Hello and welcome to my podcast, Chaotic Lawful. My name is Eli Edwards. I'm a reference librarian at Santa Clara University School of Law, which is where I also got my JD in 2008. I'm admitted to the California bar, but I do not practice law. Before going back to academia, I worked for large firms in Seattle and San Francisco that I will not name on the air, but that's what LinkedIn is for. At Santa Clara Law, my title is Emerging Technologies Research Librarian, which is hard to fit on cards, but we make it work. And my role there is to keep up on technology trends in the practice of law, as opposed to technology as an area of law. Now, I'm not an expert in legal technology or legal innovation, legal services, legal design, et cetera, et cetera. But I want to learn as much as possible about the legal industry and how it is changing for good and for bad so that I can help my students prepare for the change happening now and further on down the road when they pass their bar exams and start practicing. So to promote that learning that I'm doing and develop some expertise, I decided to launch a podcast. Why? One, it's the end thing to do. Two, I'm told that I sound like an NPR announcer, and why not exploit that? And three, it's a good reason to talk with legal people and have them share their expertise. Just now, I said legal people and not lawyers. Now, I do want to talk to lawyers. I like talking to lawyers. I will happily talk to lawyers. But the legal industry has more than just lawyers who are being impacted and impacting it in terms of all the change that's going on. And yeah, you're going to hear me say change a lot. It's basically my arc. Um, But getting back to who I want to talk with, I want to talk to people with and without JDs who do, who used to, who no longer, um, who have never practiced law but are involved in the legal industry. I think it's important to get a big picture view from all corners. That includes paralegals, that includes legal secretaries, that includes law librarians, judges, legal entrepreneurs, startup founders, etc. If you're involved in law, I want to talk with you and I will be giving contact information about myself if you are willing to be heard. Um, So the goal is to talk to as many people as possible for this podcast. Um, We're going to be, we, not we, I, I'm the only person doing this right now. Um, I will cover legal AI. I will cover blockchain, um, automation, data analysis tools, legal design, etc. But I also want to discuss other drivers of change. There's the Me Too movement and how it is affecting law firms and judicial chambers. Um, There's efforts over um, diversity and inclusion, debates over legal education, the mindfulness movement, the list goes on. Um, Basically, there is change afoot in the legal landscape, and this will be one tiny effort (laughs) to sort of get 
an encompassing view of what's going on. Um, by the way, I should probably explain the name of this podcast. It may be a little obscure or nonsensical. Basically, I'm a bit of a geek, and there is a legendary role-playing game called Dungeons & Dragons. Part of creating characters in D&D um, involves giving them an alignment. And alignment is sort of a personality attribute based on morals and character that encompasses two spectrums. One is the spectrum between good and evil. The second is the spectrum between lawfulness and chaos. How likely is it that your character will follow or break a rule regardless of whether or not they're evil or good? Now, in the middle of the spectrum is considered just neutral, but in the game, the, the, the ends of the spectrum are not supposed to meet. So that's kind of my unfunny joke about the state of the legal world right now. It's not that we're literally in chaos. No, we're only figuratively in chaos. No, I'm kidding. Um, there is a lot of change going on. And for some people, it's manageable. It doesn't keep them up at night. They sort of roll with it. It's all good. And for some people, it does keep them up at night. It, they do worry about how change will affect them, particularly the change in how law is practiced, whether or not we rely on machine learning and AI and huge data sets to determine issues of law and issues of how we practice. Um, and I think particularly the legal world has this, in some ways it's a trope, in some ways it's a stereotype that we aren't good with technology and we're not comfortable with risk and change. And I think to a certain extent that's true because think about it, our basic professional orientation is to look back at the past and precedent to figure out how we should solve problems now and in the future. So that kind of thinking doesn't necessarily embrace risk and change. But I think we need to figure out ways to without stressing ourselves out about it. So that's my goal um, for interacting with my students on the issue of law practice, technology, and all the other drivers of change in legal. And that's my philosophy for this podcast. And the thing is, Personally, I'm not one of those early adopter folks, except for certain TV shows. Uh, first season Buffy, hello. Anyway, um, personally, I tend to be cautious when it comes particularly to new technology, unless I grok a use case for it, and then I get really enthusiastic about it. So, And for those of you who wonder exactly what grok means, it's another geek reference. It basically means to understand and for those of you who know exactly what it means, do not at me about the proper definition, okay? Okay. Does that skepticism that I tend to have about new technology make me a perfect host to discuss tech and other drivers of change? No, not in the least bit. But I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm also in favor of progress. Now, it's nice when progress is well thought out and it's well deployed and there's consensus about it. But when does that ever happen? 
it never happens. So our goal is then to try to move with progress and adapt. And if it turns out that progress may require stepping back, we have to adapt to that too. Um, now, as you can tell from all the ums and uhs and mm, this is not quite a ready for prime time podcast. Um, I don't think I'm going to be invited on Legal Talk Network anytime soon, and that's okay. Um, there's a lot that I need to do. I need to get themes for shows. I have some idea of what I want to cover, but the more the better. I would like to find a really nice royalty-free song to use as a theme song. And I need guests. I really need guests. I told you I want to talk to a lot of people. I don't care what role they play in the legal industry. If you're willing to talk with me and you have 15 to 20 minutes to record audio, please let me know. And this is how you can contact me. I think there's two best ways. Um, One is on Twitter. My handle is at Miss underscore E-L-I. That's Miss M-I-S-S as in Swiss Miss. And my email address is Ms like the magazine, period, Eli Edwards, one word, at gmail.com. Oh, and if you're wondering about the logo, that is a Funko Pop figure of the character Shuri, who is the baby sister of Black Panther in the movie Black Panther. And she's my favorite character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And you're thinking, fine, well, good, leave your fandom out of this professional effort. But no, I have a point to using her. She's brilliant. She's irreverent. She's curious, brave, funny. She's a genius with tech. I mean, she's Tony Tony Stark and Batman put together in the body of a teenage girl. who may be the best embodiment of black girl magic ever. And I will fight anyone who disputes that. No, not really, but I love her. And she's my inspiration of for how to deal with tech and innovation. So she, she is ready to fight for her values in a, in a technological age. And I have her standing on my copy of Richard Susskind's Tomorrow's Lawyers. <laughs> So, um, yes, uh, that's my logo. It may change in the future, but not today because I love her just the way she is. Now, um, before I sign off on this inaugural episode of my podcast, here's some actual tech business that affects the legal world, I think. Um, earlier this month, Ed Walters from Fast Case. Uh, gave a talk about professional responsibility, AI, and data analytics. Um, He referred to it as a work in progress, but um, he expressed some really interesting, deep thoughts. And the thing that struck me most about one of the themes of his talk was the idea that um, given the precision and accuracy of data analysis tools and AI, whether we will reach a point where not using um, big data or not using AI in either the courtroom 
or in the law firm could be grounds for violation of professional responsibility rules, which is an interesting thought. But for me, it's also a very disquieting thought because as interesting and as accurate and as precise as AI and as data analytics can be, there are still big problems in terms of incomplete and biased data sets that can lead algorithms into some very unfair, unjust, and even shocking results, whether we're talking um, whether or not people have their kids taken away, whether or not we're talking about um, how people are paroled or granted bail and at what amounts, even to the point of whether or not people can share photos on their favorite social networks without racial issues coming to the fore. So as it happens this week, um, Nature Magazine um, published an article. It is called Bias Detectives, the researchers striving to make algorithms fair. It's on their website already. I presume it's going to be in their next print edition. Um, now, the article is long. It doesn't have that one great solution to this problem of algorithmic bias. But it is talking about efforts that data scientists and programmers and public agencies are making to understand what might go wrong in their systems and who it would affect and how to counteract and reprogram the algorithms to take into account previous unfairness and previous bias that may be dirtying up the data and will then lead to further injustice and further bias. So I think this is something that people should definitely get a handle on, should pay attention to, and keep track of, particularly attorneys who are in the public interest and civil rights um, law realms. So that's my little piece of news and advice for the week. Um, that's it for this podcast, or at least for this episode of the podcast. I hope to be returning. I don't have a schedule yet. I suspect it'll be maybe once or twice a month. We'll see. <laughs> I get guessed and how popular this turns out to be. But if you're listening, thank you for listening. Questions and comments can be sent to me at ms.eliedwards at gmail.com or um, on Twitter at um, Ms. Miss underscore Eli. <laughs> and this information, as well as links to the Nature article and some other articles regarding um, algorithms and bias, um, will be posted to my blog, which is called Strange Law Esquire ESQ. Um, dot com. Um, it's part of the Lex blog network of legal blogs. Proud to be with them. And instead of just rambling on, I'm going to put it to a close. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in again. That's all. Good night.